Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Wherever you are in the world, a pleasant good morning to you. This is Vic Friends Blog Talk Radio Show, and we are delighted to be doing a special series as we celebrate June as Vitiligo Awareness Month. Today is June 5th. And it's a cloudy 69 degrees here in Boston with some pendant showers. And we're prepared for them, especially folks with gardening and with flowers and, and such. Um, folks are ready for the showers. So with us, wherever you are, it's a great day. Um, today we are going to be having a conversation with our medical student. We'll introduce um, you to her in a bit. But... I just wanted to say a special thank you. I've done this before, but I wanted to thank Dr. Anita. Um, originally with um, Brigham, she's currently with um, Hospital. Um, but she was the person um, back many, many years ago, I think it was 2014, that talked about getting help and so in two fifteen, twenty fifteen, she introduced us to Fiat, a medical student at Harvard University, and he came along with great ideas. Um us to read it, introduced us to um Instagram and and work in introducing other medical students um community. So to Amelia, we are indebted that she brought this idea to us, that brought along Fiat. We then introduced this idea to um, Dr. Huggins, who is a leader with the doctors on the now Two, possibly three medical students working along with their group, and we we are grateful to leading us in that direction. Fiat was 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 delighted to have because um, he also brought along another student, uh, Dr. Benita uh, DeCosta, who is now um, working as a dermatologist. And Renata was able to tell us that lots of folks in Brazil have the condition that
My apologies to folks that are listening. We had some interruptions, some interference, but we are back on track, I believe. Kristen, are you there? Hello? Yes, hello. Welcome. We had some technical difficulties. Were you listening to some of that difficulty or any of it at all? Yes. Yeah, I thought it was me. (laughs) Okay, okay. I don't know what happened. Well, if you could get your mouth a little closer, we're going to jump on in. And again, thank you for this time. Thank you for spending these early minutes with us today. But um, tell us a little bit, who is Kristen? Yes, so I am actually a recent graduate of Tufts University. I finished my senior year about three weeks ago. Um, and awesome. I'm Congratulations. Congratulations. I thought you were a third year. I don't know. I had that. My notes are wrong somewhere. But congratulations. Go ahead. Tell us who Kristen is. Thanks. Um, So I guess I started with Fit Friends in my third year. So that was last year, last April, I think. I was starting to do research for my senior thesis in anthropology, which was about vitiligo. And it was inspired by my grandmother, who actually had vitiligo. My family's Mm -hmm. originally from Sri Lanka, so my grandmother's original skin tone was a dark brown. Um, But by the time that I met her, she was completely depigmented, and she looked like she was white. So I, through my anthropology education at Tufts, I started to wonder how losing pigment might correlate to losing identity. Um, Mm. And how I began my work with VidFriends. So I did 12 interviews with members of not only the Boston group, but also Minnesota, um, Florida, and I think Virginia. Um, And it was just so great to get to hear people's stories and to get to attend group meetings last year. And Mm -hmm. hoping to get to continue some of the work that I've been doing with you guys if I stay in Boston for medical school. Well, we are delighted to have you with us. You said a line there that I wanted to repeat. Uh, I was going to write it down, but I'm, I was doing something else. Um, you you delved into vitiligo for your research because you wanted to see how it did with folks' identity. Say that again. That was that was interesting. Please. Yeah, I think so. My curiosity was how losing pigment might correlate to losing identity Mm. so as a young woman of color myself I think my my identity is tied a lot to how I look and I can imagine that it's the same way for a lot of people so going through such a loss and depending on what age you get vitiligo I suppose the impact is definitely significant and must be different for everybody yes that certainly is, and, and that's that's interesting. That's interesting, and the fact that when you were introduced to us, that that you knew what vitiligo was because you had a grandmother with it, that touched me deeply. That you were not just coming from a place of curiosity about, oh, what is this thing? You had some experience. You were familiar with vitiligo, and that was interesting and and uh, the intrigue for us. Listen, how did you learn about BitFriends? Yeah, so I, when I started thinking about doing my research on vitiligo, 
I thought that I would just be reviewing literature and going through resources online. But one of the first things that popped up was the Vit Friends website. Um, so I just sent an email and heard back from you, Valerie, within <laughs> probably a few days. And it was all very re- reassuring and encouraging that this was something I really wanted to pursue. Mm-hmm. Wow. And so because of your experience with us, well, actually, what has your experience been like and what have you done since coming on board? Share a little of that with our audience. Yeah. So I last year started attending meetings in the spring um, and attended pretty much every meeting through the summer as well um, and got to meet some of the members who came to the group meetings and Mm -hmm. take photos. I started taking photos for the website um, and then got introduced to Fiat and some of the new medical students. So learning about what the group does and what your future goals are and getting to speak to some of the leaders from not just the Boston group, but the groups across the country, I think it's a huge movement and seeing how people are joining together in this community is really inspiring. Now, have you had opportunity to share our group with um, other students, dermatologists? How, how is that working for you? Have you done some of that as well? Yeah, I defended my thesis um, at the end of April to about 20 people over Zoom. Um, and each of them was so excited to learn more about vitiligo. And many of them have seen models like Winnie Harlow, who's out there with vitiligo and is a face of many campaigns now, but a lot of them didn't know even what her condition was called. So to really put a name to what is going on with her and to make people realize that it's something that affects many people. Um, I also Mm -hmm. got to work with Dr. Chris Liu. I got to interview her for my thesis. So to learn what it's like from a dermatologist's point of view, was also super, super cool, and I would love to get into more clinics and try and expose more dermatologists to how important it is to treat their patients with vitiligo as well. Absolutely, and that's why we love this idea of medical students coming along, learning in your early stage so that when you get into clinics, when you get into residency, you can share and tell, listen, there's a group out there. And I, I love mm-hmm. the fact that you had a chance to interview um, Dr. Kristen Liu, who now serves as our medical advisor for our group and has worked along with us. Coming to meetings, what, have, what has been yeah. your experience coming to our meetings? Um, it's nice to see the same faces over and over again, and I think – I've become familiar with some of the regulars at the meetings Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. just seeing how vitiligo becomes an identity almost and becomes a community is really fascinating. And I wish I had gotten the chance to go to the conference last year, but yes, I was going to say that hopefully in the future. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Well, So, again, my apologies. I, for some reason, and I've put it out there that you're a third year. Again, congratulations on your your success. And have you, um, you said you're, you're hoping to stay in Boston. 
So where yeah. are you in that process? Um, I'm right at the beginning of the application process for medical schools. So mm-hmm. I will probably hopefully know where I'm going by winter of this year. And if I'm in Boston, I would love to keep working with this group, but it's definitely exciting that there are so many groups around the country too. Yes. Yes. Um, We are hoping, you know, we've met some other medical students when we had a day to interview you guys. And so we we're hoping that with you sort of exit, exiting, if you are, we hope you're not, mm-hmm. but if you are, that some of those students will come back and visit and, and hang out with us. Uh, if you are around in, oh, boy, I don't have the date at hand, but I believe it's in July. There's a Dorchester Day. Um, in the middle of Dorchester, there's um, the Second Church. And so every year it's sort of like a fair out there, and we've had the opportunity to be out there uh, two years in a row. And so if you are in in and around the city, we'd love to keep you posted on that. Last year we had Dr. Chris out there in the morning with us. So we'd love to have you out there. This is an opportunity in the community to get among the people, not just the Villalago community, but the folks of Dorchester. And, and not only Dorchester, they come in from other areas, Quincy and, and such. And um, there's booths and there's things and music and live things happening. And we get this awesome opportunity to share with the community. So we hope that if you're around that you'll come by and support us and be able to from your knowledge from the medical side, share with the community. So we hope you can do yes. that. If you if you had to say something now to a medical student, a student in, in, in university still debating, do I want to go into dermatology? Do I want to go into, what would you say to that student right now? You've had the opportunity to be around us, talk to our other U.S. Um, groups. Tell us, what would you tell a student now? I think it's important to realize that there's so much more than a physical to these conditions, vitiligo especially, there's such a psychological impact and meeting people and talking to people about how their experiences growing up with vitiligo were difficult or being bullied or being questioned constantly about their skin. It's so much more than a cosmetic condition. So to help people with vitiligo would be, not just helping them with the way they look, but helping them with the way they feel and Mm. really changing lives through that. Absolutely. Listen, folks with vitiligo, I mean, we, we, we have our regular lives. We struggle with so many things. And right now in this season, we're struggling with uh, a virus. We're struggling with racial issues. There's so much coming at us. That's why my heart's cry is for children who have mm-hmm. to go through this, um, us as adults, us as medical students, us as dermatologists need to be able to be there to support, to share, to speak life into folks. And so having you guys with us, you could be doing anything, but to choose to come and to work alongside our vitiligo groups is truly a blessing. And we've watched you guys come and 
um, were you the one that came in with with cake? You you sometimes you don't come empty-handed. My goodness, you come with treats. <laughs> <laughs> what a blessing, you know. So it's it's been an awesome experience having you guys come along, and 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 um, work alongside us. I know Fiat got us um, involved in you know the social media side of things. Were you able mm-hmm. to get into any of that? Yes, so he introduced me to the Twitter account and the Instagram account, and hopefully we can get some more activity going. I One phrase that you've used before that I love is boots on the ground, and I think that these groups just really are boots on the ground. You're out in Dorchester speaking to communities and bringing awareness to this issue that so many people are unaware of. And yes, you're right. We have to do it. We have to continue to be boots on the ground because we support ourselves. We don't have a, mm-hmm. a group, an organization that fund us. We do everything ourselves. We want to take a pause and thank folks. You know, I was looking at the stats um, of what, you know, these are tough times. So folks are not on Facebook making donations, let me tell you. They're not on PayPal making donations. And so I was grateful to see um, because we do Amazon, and lots of folks are shopping on Amazon, but I, I, I hope that they're remembering to select a nonprofit. So for the month of May, we got $57. We're grateful. For the month of February, yeah. we got a check for $56. We're grateful, but we want to encourage and use our med students to help to put it out there on social media, this is a profitable, this is a, an upstanding support group, nonprofit, nonprofit. So, again, if you write a check, it's something that you'll get a receipt from us to uh, support um, our work. We'll send you a receipt. And so to, to get these yesterday, $57 for the month of May, $56 for the month of February, we're grateful for that. Thank you for yeah. working on the, those platforms and getting the word out. What else do you think that we can do or med students can come join us and do to help spread the word? I think definitely getting into clinics um, and spreading awareness through that, especially to other people with vitiligo. I have a friend who recently I found out that her long-term boyfriend has vitiligo and he didn't know that there were support groups out there, so I gave him a flyer. Hmm. I think just spreading awareness so that the groups grow and therefore awareness grows even more. Absolutely. And we need people to come on in and to assist. Every hand helps. Every little bit that we do helps someone. We're right now with, as you see in, in our group, the majority of our membership are seniors. Those ladies that sit on the front row, 84, 86, we have 80-year-olds that's that's newly diagnosed and coming strongly to our groups. Uh, We have three that take the ride. The ride is for senior senior citizens with disability or what have you, and they're coming via the ride, three of them, via the ride from Milton, from Medford. Yeah, coming on the ride to a meeting. And so we need some young bodies, some young folks that are not um, ashamed 
you know, of, of coming among us and, and supporting, encouraging, even taking the lead, folks, you know, come and mm-hmm. help us, bring new ideas to the table. That's what we're looking for. So we hope that your friend will um will get this message and will see the need. And we're not saying to come to all of our meetings. Um, if you come to, you know, pick and choose, but we try to have at least six meetings um, for the year with an awesome, awesome end-of-year function that we danced yes. the night away. Yes, yes. So in the midst of corona, what have you been doing, um, Kristen? So I, since I just finished uh, school, I've just kind of been moving back home and settling in, but I'm trying to get some of my thesis research published in a dermatology mm-hmm. journal, actually. That's what I've been working on for the past couple days now, and hopefully we'll have something ready by the end of the month. Well, listen, continued success. We are so proud of you. We are so honored that you would have come alongside our group and, you know, sort of finding us yourself by Googling. Oh, my goodness. That's what yeah. you said, correct? <laughs> See? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's that was the other thing that touched me because the others that have come along heard from someone else. You were on Google and you found us and you've chosen to come alongside and to work with us. We are grateful. Give us an opportunity when things get, the haze is lifted from this corona and all that's going on. We want an opportunity to celebrate you properly and to say thank you Thank you. Thank you. Continue to encourage the other med students um, to come alongside and pick up where you've left off because we're going to need that help. But I wanted to thank you this morning for spending time. What's your last couple of words to anyone that's listening out there struggling in the midst of vitiligo? Yeah, I think just knowing that they're not alone through my interviews, Mm. I really, there were so many common threads through people's stories that it's a beautiful thing that they've all come together to be a part of this vitiligo community. And you're really all there for each other. The med students are there for you. The doctors like Dr. Harris and Dr. Liu are there for you. And it's, we're here welcoming you with open arms. If you're struggling with vitiligo, there are people, people for here for you. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thank you again, Kristen, for giving up this 30 minutes to hang with me this morning and to share what you are doing with us and for us. We are so appreciative of your work. We love you. Enjoy the rest of your weekend, and we'll talk to you again soon. Thank you. Yes, thank you. All right, take care now. Bye-bye. Bye. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, our medical student, the third medical student that has worked with us, not a full-time, assisting, spreading the word, sharing, working on our um, social media platforms, doing all that sorts of things, and then, you know, in the end, getting support by interviewing our leaders and helping them have information for their um, papers, final papers, what have you. Um, My thanks again to Kristen, um, recent grad of Tufts University, for all that she's done. Again, if you're out there, we trust that you'll enjoy your Saturday. Um, Sorry, Friday. See, I'm ahead. Yesterday I was behind. Today I'm ahead. 
But in any event, it's a beautiful uh, gray uh, Friday here in Boston, but we're going to enjoy it nonetheless. Tomorrow, tomorrow, get excited about tomorrow. Tomorrow, our talk series continues with Mark Braxton, not a member of the Braxton family, but in any event, Mark Braxton is out of North Carolina, and he'll be talking about black men and love. Uh, black men in the sense of how how are black men really dealing with vitiligo? We know uh, lots of things are coming at you, but we had this all planned before, and we're going to stick with it. How how are you managing and coping with your vitiligo? And how is love playing into this? Uh, you know, some are finding love. Some are finding folks are backing away from them. Let's talk about it. Let, let's have a conversation. And tomorrow, your host will be, again, none other than one of our co-leaders of North Carolina Vit Friends in the person of Mark Braxton. Please join in. Please look for the information on your website, on our website. Look for the information on Facebook. Um, we'd love for you to, we'd love to hear from you. Write us your comments about these shows. Write us your comments about our, our group and the work that we're doing at support at bitfriends.org. Again, support at bitfriends.org. Visit, visit our website, just as uh, Kristen uh, mentioned earlier, that's how she found us. We're here. We're here to serve. We're at www.bitfriends.org. And we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to have you come for a visit. Of course, no uh, meetings are happening right now due to COVID-19, but we'll keep you abreast on both um, Facebook and on our website. We've updated some things there. So please get a look at that. Uh, We're still, with fingers crossed, hoping that we'll get out to the Dorchester Day and set up our booths and have handouts and um, our brochures, the NIH um, from D.C., we'll have their brochures and have other things, even some free giveaways. Sunblock is important, and we have we have a full supply of sunblocks that we'd love to give away as well. So keep keep listening, keep following us, keep sending your comments, your suggestions. We'd love to hear from you. To our senior members of our Boston group, we're thinking of you. We're praying for you. If you need us, um, a gift card to the grocery store, whatever, whatever, please give us a call. Please let us hear from you. We want to stand beside you. And as Kristen reminded us, which is a quote quote that we got out of um, Indiana from our leader there, Ms. Denise, we will remain boots on the ground for the vitiligo community. Again, continue to celebrate Vitiligo Awareness Month locally, nationally, and celebrations are happening globally. This is our month. We may not have much, but we do have a month that we can celebrate. And we talked about yesterday being so grateful that the governor and lieutenant governor of Massachusetts has recognized the month and other states have recognition as well, have received their recognition. I know North Carolina 
probably Minnesota, Florida, some of the others have already received their state proclamation declaring June as Vitiligo Awareness Month. Listen, go in peace, enjoy your day, be blessed, and we love you dearly. Have a great afternoon. Bye-bye now.